raise your freak flag, fly it high, because this is how the whole world will find you and remember you. Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to the podcast today. I'm your host, Julie Zuzek. So today's episode is going to be a little bit light and playful. We are having a fantastic summer here in Toronto, despite all of the heaviness and the chaos and the distraction going on. I know I've personally been busy, really busy with clients, and I'm gearing up for a much-needed vacation in August. So I've got a week or so left to work, and then I will be off the grid for a week, and I am so looking forward to it. So today's episode was inspired by a conversation that I had with a girlfriend recently. It had me literally in stitches. I was laughing so hard. It was a great reminder to me to always lead with my freak flag, to let my freak flag fly. And I thought this would be something that you would benefit from too. Maybe you need a little old tough love reminder to lead with your freak flag. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? So one of my favorite things to do during this pandemic has been going outside for a daily walk. And whenever possible, I actually like to go out first thing in the morning and then at the end of the day as well. It's been so nice because the days are so long here in the summer and I love being outside as much as possible, especially being close down to the water. So last weekend on a walk, I had a catch up with a friend and we had the best conversation. You know, we don't talk on a regular basis, maybe just a handful of times every three or four times maybe a year. But when we do catch up, it's always awesome. It always leaves me with my cheeks hurting because I'm just smiling and laughing so much. I bet you have a friend like this too. Maybe you don't talk on a regular basis, but when you do meet up, it's as if no time has passed at all. These kind of friendships, they're good for the soul, right? Because they make us feel like we are just completely seen. We don't have to explain ourselves. They just get it, right? Like they understand us. And these kind of friends, they usually call us on our BS when they hear it. And they remind us of the crazy things that we've done or that we're in the middle of doing. And then there's the laughter. Oh, God, I love laughing like that. So it's been a while since we caught up and I laughed hard. And the reason I laughed so hard is because she reminded me of something I did a little while ago that was completely out of character for me. It was way out of my normal. It was a little, shall we say, out there and crazy. And she said, you know, I love it when you do really out there crazy stuff like that. I like crazy Julie. And this really stuck with me for the rest of the day because... You know, so often I get wrapped up in this business and being an expert and doing the podcast and I try to really be buttoned up and perfect and inspirational. But this was a great reminder for me that no, my friends love me the most when I do this crazy stuff and I do these really out there things. 
Now, to be clear, I don't think it's that they only love me when I'm being out of character. I think it's because they love to know that regardless of the fact that I'm grounded and calm and wise, like 90% of the time, that other 10%, you just never know what you're going to get. And that's what makes those out of character moments so shocking and so lovable. Well, most of our life we're spent being predictable, right? Being regular, being inside the lines. It's those spontaneous surprises that just sort of pop up that make us the most enjoyable and memorable. So let me explain what I mean with a story. So about 10 years ago, I was taking part in a training. And in part of that training, it was like three days that we did. We had an exercise where we had to show a part of ourselves that we don't normally show to others. We call this a stretch quality, where we're able to really expand our range and dial up a certain part of ourselves, maybe a shadow part of ourselves. And we turn it into an archetype that we can really step into as a character. Now, I know some of you have done this with me in workshops and you know exactly what I'm talking about, maybe in a workshop or a retreat or a team offsite that we've done with me. And you know that this is one of my favorite exercises to do because it really pushes people outside of their comfort zone. And when we go around the room, we all focus on one person at a time. We acknowledge what we see in them, what we appreciate about them. And then the step two is to dial up and identify those stretch qualities in themselves that we really want them to amp up and show more of. So way back in this training, I was given an archetype of messy bag lady, which I don't think I fully grasped the beauty in it in the moment. But now looking back, it completely makes sense because I do, I have to cop to this, I always try to portray a very put together, organized and prepared persona. And these people in the training, mm -mm, they weren't having any of it. They saw right through that fake persona that I was trying to put on of being perfect all the time and they weren't having it. So I was given this archetype of messy bag lady. And you know, this is exactly what my friend was pointing out last weekend, was that she loves my messy bag lady when I'm completely out there, totally random and a little sprinkling of crazy. We all have these different parts inside of us that make us who we are. This is what makes us uniquely different than everyone else. And there are the obvious parts of ourselves, right? These are the things that we typically lead with. These are the positive aspects of ourselves, the parts that we are comfortable telling others about. So if you were to ask someone who you are or what impression that you make to them, they would lead with these adjectives. But then there are these other parts, these parts of ourselves that we wouldn't necessarily put on a billboard, we wouldn't lead with, and we might even go out of our way to hide. These parts can be called our shadow parts or our secret selves. Or sometimes I even explain it as you have a expanded range and we want you to go to those outer edges of your range. Now, usually, when we go out of our way to hide these things, we do that because we think these parts of ourselves are unlovable. 
we think that people are going to be disappointed to find out these things inside of us. But I'm here today to tell you, oh no, don't hide these parts of yourselves. I want you to dial them up. All right, in this segment, I want to talk to you about why it's important to let other people see and spend time with all these different parts of you. And I get it. It feels scary to let other people see you're ugly, to see you're crazy. It was scary for me, and it still is scary for me. But I want you to understand why. Why we all need to know that you're imperfect. Are you ready for it? I need you to be courageous and be imperfect because when you're imperfect, it gives me permission to be imperfect too. Well, it gives us more than permission, really. The fact is that so many of us are struggling and feeling less than. So when we see other people struggling, just like we're struggling, it helps us to feel normal. It helps us to know that we're not alone to know that we're not doing it wrong, that there isn't a missing piece of us that didn't get included when the box got shipped. It helps us to feel like we can relate to you and feel connected. Now, this is especially true with people who we admire or put up on a pedestal. When we see that we are just like them, that they struggle like we struggle, it tells us that we are exactly where we need to be and that we have the possibility of being where they are someday too because there isn't a prerequisite of being perfect before we succeed. Now, we don't have to get rid of ourselves or our imperfections or our flaws. In fact, it is our imperfections and our flaws that make us so darn lovable and so fascinating to others. We love real people. We love people when they show their flaws. We find it important when people are authentic and they talk about their flaws. We admire when they have the courage to do this. Have you ever noticed in celebrity magazines, they do those spreads called stars. They're just like us. They go to Starbucks. They pick up their dry cleaning. They take their kids to the park. They take their kids to dance lessons. Stars, they're just like us. Now this spread they do, this stars, they're just like us, is so popular because when we see it, this gives us permission to live an ordinary life. It tells us that we're exactly where we're meant to be. It tells us to love all the different parts of ourselves, even the seemingly mundane, boring, and simple activities in our life. So I explained the first reason why I want you to show us all different parts of you, because it gives us permission to be imperfect too. Now there's another reason, number two, why We love hearing about other people's imperfections. It's because vulnerability is the number one quality that we admire in others. It is, again, I'll say that, vulnerability is the number one quality that we admire in others. When people are vulnerable, it fosters connection and we feel closer to them. Ironically, though, even though vulnerability is the top quality that we admire in others, it's the one thing that most of us, myself included, 
resist doing because it feels absolutely terrifying, right? It feels counterintuitive. We think that putting ourselves out there is risking rejection. But in truth, the essence is that it always invites connection. I know. I know it's so scary, though. But I have to tell you that in all my years of showing up and being vulnerable, it has always pulled through for me. I have never, ever, ever, my hand is on my heart right now, I have never, ever regretted being vulnerable. I have, however, regretted looking back and having those Costanza moments where I said, oh, I wish I would have spoken up first or shared this detail about myself. I have had those regrets. Those are misses when I could have been vulnerable or could have been more vulnerable. But I've never regretted actually being vulnerable with someone. And this is the same for my clients. Many of my coaching clients stumble upon this, this call to vulnerability. And typically, it happens in relationships where there's tension or where there's a lack of connection. And the truth is, I recommend vulnerability a lot. I prescribe vulnerability to my clients like a doctor prescribes Viagra to middle-aged men, which is a lot. And it always works. And sometimes it works a little too well, if you know what I mean. Now for me, as much as I think I want to be seen as this perfect, buttoned up, inspirational, flawless person all the time, I know that I cannot project that image all the time because, tough love here, that wouldn't be authentic because that isn't who I am. I don't feel perfect or buttoned up or flawless all the time. I have my moments, I have my highs, I have my lows. And I know that I can't just show my put together polished side because people will think that I never make mistakes. They wanna see my messy bag lady sometimes too. They wanna know that I struggle and I suck and I fail and I screw up, which I totally do all the time. I fail and I am constantly learning. Now, I want to share an example of how I've done this work lately, too. Now, this isn't my entire freak flag that I could show you. That would be a whole episode in itself. But here's one piece that I have claimed recently that has been so liberating for me. In the last few months, I've really started to own the fact that I am a deeply sensitive and highly emotional person. Now, the difference is this is something that I'm starting to see as a gift, whereas in the past, I think it was something that I tried to hide. And yeah, I think we're all really emotional and sensitive beings, but for me, it's extra, extra intense. And not only do I feel deeply, but I also express my feelings in a very deep, very raw, very real way. And I can, at the drop of a hat, just start to cry instantly on a dime. Now this for me is part of my freak flag. And in the past, I've seen this as a weakness. I've tried to hide this from others. I've tried to show up as part of that buttoned up, polished persona that was in control of her feelings all the time. I tried to hide this part of me, but not anymore. This is something that I can now actually lead with and tell others about. Instead of trying to hide it and pretend it isn't true, 
This has been so liberating for me. So when I started my reading circle a while back, this is part of how I introduced myself to others, which was such a shift for me to lead with this as a gift, to tell others that if I get really emotional and I start crying, that's not weakness. You don't need to stop and console me or check in on me. That's just me. That's just who I am. That's how I roll. I feel, I feel a lot. Now for me, being an empath, is an extrasensory skill that I have. And now I lead with this as something that's a benefit. So let's recap this segment and why I really want you to show others all the different parts of you. All right. First, it gives others permission to be imperfect too. And second, vulnerability is the number one quality, the number one quality that we admire in others. Okay, so now you understand that you don't have to be perfect all the time. You're welcome. So let's talk about your freak flag. So when I talk about this, I'm talking about the parts of yourself that you think are different, weird, strange, unique, or unwelcome. These are the parts that you think Oh, no one's going to understand this. They won't get me. I have to hide this. This is exactly what I want you to identify and exactly what I want you to share with others because this is truly what makes you unique and memorable. This is your freak flag. Now, this might evoke some imposter syndrome in you, some saboteurs, some self-doubt, or beating yourself up because you think you're not perfect all the time perfectly normal. Welcome to being human. So here's a couple questions to ask yourself. What details about yourself are you terrified to tell others? What about you do you think is completely unlovable? Remember that these parts of yourself that you think you have to hide, these are the parts of yourself that make you unique and memorable. Now, I want to share an example to show what I mean. Right now, I'm reading a book. uh, It's called Normal Sucks. It's by Jonathan Mooney. Now, growing up, Jonathan struggled with dyslexia, and he didn't learn to read until he was 12 years old. Now, he explains a lot of his personal story and his struggle and all the challenges he had that he tried to hide from others when he was growing up. He didn't want other people to know about them. However, once he started to open up about his challenges and tell other people about them, this is what opened up his life to have an entire career as an author and a motivational speaker to share his story with others. He talks about his struggles. He talks about how he had to stop striving to use the word normal because really normal is just a social construct that doesn't actually exist. We all need to stop using the word normal because most of us, we don't fit into a measurable box, nor should we try to. He also shares a story, and I think I've heard this years ago, but it was a great reminder. It's a corporate example of how we should always lead with our differences because I knew in the corporate world, a lot of us especially feel like it is impossible to show these imperfect sides of ourselves. The story is about German company SAP, 
who is dedicated as part of their corporate commitment to seeking innovation from the outer edges. So back in 2013, they actually launched a recruitment drive to hire software testers specifically who were on the autism spectrum. And they launched an Autism at Work program. Now, the program ended up being very successful, and there was even a case study that found that members of this Autism at Work program created a technical fix that was worth an estimated $40 million in savings. All right, it's time to wrap up this episode. I want you to take a couple things away from this episode today. First off, I want you to ask yourself, how much time do you invest in trying to show others that you are perfect and normal, we hate that word now, right? Buttoned up and know exactly all the answers all the time. This is important because remember, people wanna know that you're authentic and real. So you don't wanna try to be perfect all the time. They wanna see all of you. They wanna see the highs, they wanna see the lows. They wanna see the light, they wanna see the dark. So not just projecting perfect all the time. Secondly, I want you to start to think about letting your freak flag fly, which means quite simply leading with those parts of you that you think aren't normal or they aren't what people expect of you. Ask yourself, what details are you terrified to tell others? What about you do you think is completely unlovable? Remember that these parts of you that you think you have to hide, these are the parts of you that I want to see. These are the parts of you that make you unique and memorable and different from everyone else. These are the parts that we want to see more of, not less. So raise your freak flag, fly it high, because this is how the whole world will find you and remember you.